Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V, and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. You know what it is. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is the place where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. This is normally the part in the show where I introduce Lions legendary safety, hard-hitting, no-nonsense. He's the comedian of the show. He always makes me laugh. Benny Blades. But people, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you a little something about Mr. Blades. So I'm sitting at home last, gosh, what was it, last Tuesday, I believe it was, when my Michigan Wolverines were were about ready to play a huge hoop game to go to the Final Four. I'm at home, I'm running around, working on a million projects uh, like I'm always doing, just getting home. And all of a sudden I get a text from one and only Benny Blades saying, where, where are you watching the game at? I'm in Michigan. <laughs> First of all, Mr. Blades, I mean, I don't live in the D, so I'm not right there wherever you are, which who even knows where he is when he says he's in Michigan. That that narrows it down. Second of all, I can't just drop everything I'm doing to go figure out where you're at and catch a hoop game. But if the, if the man would have gave me some heads up, I probably would have planned to go watch a game with Benny Blades and 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 maybe my team wouldn't have choked and would have got that W. So I'm kind of glad Mr. Blades isn't on the show this week because he would be giving me all this junk about my Wolverines. I mean, I'd play the fighting song. I'd play the music. I'd play the drop. But they choked on me. They 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 let the game get away. And, and like I say, Mr. Blades gives me no time to know that he's here or to go hang out with him. So I, I had to let him know that I, I can't just drop everything in a hat and drive three hours to go f- figure out where he's at, but appreciate it. I also said, you better root on my team because they're about to go to the final four. And then they fell short, which was very disconcerting on so many levels. But we're here, we're here to talk Lions here on Believe in Lions. And like I say, Mr. Blades, I, I don't know what he's up to. He's got a million things going on. I, I always try to pump him up here on the show, but... But I was, you know, we're supposed to be recording uh, early this week. I, I drop everything I'm doing. I drive back from seeing some family and friends. And I don't know what Mr. Blaze is doing. I don't know where Benny's at. He, I couldn't find him. He's not returning calls. So, one, I hope he's okay. <laughs> two, I hope he'll be back on the show at some point so we can argue it out. We only got about two weeks before the NFL draft. We got to get this thing going. We got to get these Lions turned around. So, I'm going to try to track him down. Hopefully he'll be back on the show next week. Probably just one of those weeks that got away busy or, you know, he's had the back issues that put him uh, 
you know, up for a week or two. I mean, I, I never knew anybody that had a back issue and couldn't talk on a microphone or couldn't uh, couldn't man up. I mean, the guy, the toughest guy ever to play on the gridiron for the Detroit Lions, but he told me he had to miss three weeks because his back tightened up on him. But like I say, I'm not going to throw Mr. Blades under the bus anymore. I've already done that enough here to start the show. But there's lots to talk about. So here today on the show, I mean, I want to talk about a 17-game season, how I feel about that. We're going to talk about Corn Elder. You know where he played college. We'll get into that. We're going to talk about Brad Holmes and Dan freaking Campbell stepping to the podium to talk about the uh, Lions and, and free agents and everything they did there. And, uh, and yeah, just got, got a lot to get into. Team weaknesses, team strengths, you know, lots of different things we'll get into today. So before we do all that, I want to get our great sponsor, betonline.ag in here. You guys know we talk about them every week. We always appreciate them supporting the show. So take a quick listen to Bet Online. We'll be right back. Believe in Lions listeners, you know we got to get betonline.ag in here. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The Masters is here. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free, absolutely free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50%, 50%, you can't beat that, welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, so please go check out betonline.ag, definitely the place to go. And let's talk some Lions football. So, you know, right off the top here, um, you know, the NFL bumped it to 17 games. You know, everybody knew that was coming, but it's pretty exciting. I got to admit, like, I mean, we love football. Football is king. And just to know that we're going to get an extra week of football, um, more teams having probably an opportunity to be in that playoff mix towards the end of the year, another week of fantasy football for a guy like me that loves that. I just think it's great on so many levels. Now, I do think there's some wear and tear on these players. Another game is kind of a big deal. I'm hoping they, they scale the preseason back to two games. But I think they're going to be totally fine when the paychecks come in because last time I checked, they're getting about 50% of the revenues, and the revenues are up in the billions with a B. So I bet these players are going to be good to go to uh, go ahead and strap it up and go out there for another game but I'm real excited about that I thought that was good news I was glad to see it come through and uh, we'll see how it works out Uh, I'm interested to see these schedules normally the schedule is out by now I heard it's not gonna come out till May but can't wait to see how that drops so more football is a good thing you know I saw a lot of people trying to come up with reasons why it's not so water it down and we don't need another game and just it's just like society today everyone's always got to be negative about everything got to find a reason that something's no good just be happy you're getting more football from your favorite team more entertainment and hopefully soon we'll be back to full stadiums and no more of these protocols and life will be good again so just be happy everybody speaking of happy I bet Mr. Blades is happy wherever he is. Who knows? Because he won't pick up his phone. But uh, (laughs) the Lions did what Benny has been preaching for, I don't know, weeks and weeks, months and months, basically ever since he came on the show, that the Detroit Lions needed to sign somebody from the U because it's all about that U, baby. I mean, the Detroit Lions went out and got one of those canes. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, they went to Miami to get themselves a football player. He plays college ball at Miami. You know what it is. The U, baby. All right, Mr. Blades, I played all your drops for you. Even though you're not here on the show, you're leaving me high and dry. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, Corn Elder was signed by the Detroit Lions. Uh, plays college ball at the U, University of Miami. Uh, liked him coming out in that draft. He went to the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, he... Let me see what he did here. He's career 30 games 2020 he started all 16 games um well hold on let me let me back that up he actually only started one game last year and none before that so corn corn elder hasn't really seen a ton of starts but last year he did have 40 combined tackles Um, he had a tackle for loss he doesn't have any turnover. Uh, let me take that back. A couple pass defense, forced fumble, it looks like, last year. But here's what I know about Corn Elder. He's got about a 60-65 rating from Pro Football Focus. This guy's 26 years old, going to be heading into 27 here this year. He can play inside. You can blitz him a little bit. He's a tackler. Um, seemed to be getting better each each year he's in the league. Had some injuries and kind of just was on and off the Panthers team, from what I recall. And I, I think he can come here and be a pretty good player for the Lions. I mean, he's not going to win you ball games. He's not going to be shut down by any means. But I think he could be another nice body because when I was looking at the depth charter this week, I was like, man, okay, we got Okuda. We got AO. We got Mike Ford. And who else? You know, we really didn't have many other bodies behind that. So it's nice to add another young guy with a chip on his shoulder and some upside. And I feel like Corn Elder's that guy. Um, we'll see if he brings that youth swag or, or ability to play some ball here in Detroit or not. But I think it's a nice signing. And then the Lions even double dipped after that. And they went out and got Quentin Dunbar. Quentin Dunbar as, uh, you know, Good football player came on, uh, you know, f- four or five years. I think he's with the Washington football team. Um, played yet yeah, last year in Seattle. You know, had some injuries, but started six games out of six that he played. I think he has a knee injury that he's coming off. But this guy can get his hands on the football basically every year. He's had you know anywhere from one to four interceptions. He, uh, you know, you're not gonna get a ton of tackles and whatnot, but he's gonna, he's got lots of pass defense, uh, you know, can create some fumbles, turnovers, things like that. And and what I like about him is is he's gonna be 28, 29, so a little bit older than you'd like. But Quentin Dunbar is 6'2", 202 pounds, and it also says here that he was born in Miami. So he didn't he didn't play there. He went to Florida, but I'm sure Benny knows him or coached him, <laughs> has some type of connection. So I'm sure he loves these signings. But to me, this is adding two more corners, one with some size, one that can play a little bit more inside, scrappy guy and 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 corn elders. And, and did I mention his name is Corn Elder? C-O-R-N Elder. I mean, that's just tremendous on so many levels. Uh Quentin Dunbar, not too bit shabby of a name as well. But uh, I think Dunbar with that length, size, ability, I think that he can come in here and, and be a serviceable player as well. So I'd see Dunbar playing on the outside, Corn Elder on the inside, 
you already got AO and and those guys on and Okuda switching to number 23. I'm sure everybody saw that online. Finally, he's got the Darius Slay treatment. He went from number 30, and now he's got that number 23 jersey looking sharp. So I think between that and the coaching staff, that's really going to help Mr. Okuda. And excited to see it. So, yeah, Lions bringing in some corners. Now they need to bring in some linebackers and figure out their receivers are going to be the next two to-dos on the docket, I'm sure. Um, Brad Holmes and, and Dan Campbell. Dan freaking Campbell. I mean, you know Dan Campbell, right? I mean, you, you've heard him before. You've heard Dan Campbell. Well, if you haven't, here's what he sounds like. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. <laughs> all right? That's going to be the mentality. Oh, my goodness. That that gets better and better every time I play it. But um, they both step to the podium. I mean, Brad Holmes, he had a lot of good things to say. I mean, he just seems, he seems so personable compared to... Bob Quinn or even Matt Patricia and how he was. He just seems like he's open. He's smart. He's He's got a game plan. He's willing to put it into action. Like, I just really like what I'm seeing from him. He seemed to be excited, you know, about Jared Goff. He's also not, you know, totally turning a blind eye to quarterbacks. You know, they, they asked him about some of the other players he brought in. He seemed really happy. He said he actually is pleasantly surprised with how things are coming together based on who they're able to obtain and how the team is coming together. He told a fun story about Perriman, how he was there at that pro day and Perriman ran real fast and they didn't want to run again. And, um, you know, now to have him on the team he just really likes that speed that Tyrell Williams and and Perriman can bring to the squad and just has a confidence about him that he's going to be able to build those receivers he really didn't seem too worried about having to stretch or worry about it hey I'm going to be able to get receivers don't worry about that Um, you know added Brockers in the middle that was a nice move by him as well so just seemed good you know leaving all doors open you know saying all some of the cliche things that GMs say but I I just like his demeanor I feel like that's going to relate well to players and and help us bring in talent here as well as hopefully his draft expertise shows itself in a few weeks I mean that's really how I'm going to grade him if we come after this draft and I'm just fired up about all his picks and maybe he moved down the draft board or he made some really uh great selections and end up being great football players like that's going to be a huge help to this team this organization this franchise so like what I'm seeing from Brad Holmes uh, Dan Campbell I mean gosh you want to talk about a character man this guy was just totally loose totally fun again they they peppered him about uh, Kyle Pitts and he, he just joked like he's obviously a different bird you know he's no Dan Campbell this guy could catch he can make plays he's big he's athletic all that type of stuff Dan Campbell did seem to tip his hand a little bit when he was asked about the top of the draft because he said you know you got the tight end some wide receivers quarterbacks you got the tackle I felt like when he said the tackle it was basically Penny Sewell and definitely didn't sound like they had multiple tackles that they would consider up at that spot didn't mention linebacker you know when they asked him about the linebackers he basically went on and on about Jamie Collins can do everything and Jalen Reeves Maben, they're excited to get him back on special teams. He forgot about Jelani Tavai because, I don't know, all of us have basically forgot about Jelani Tavai. He's very forgettable, unfortunately. Um, so, I, again, Dan Campbell just went through most of the things. And, and another really interesting thing he said, which I think is just proven itself true, 
is they're very open. They're very honest with the players. They're giving people opportunity. They're letting people come in here with chip on their shoulder on one-year deals, prove themselves, as well as, hey, you come here and be a ball player and be given opportunity that you're not going to get on other football teams right now. And that's exciting, as well as players want to come play for Dan Campbell and, and want to come sign with Brad Holmes. And, and I think that's already showing itself. So that's a, that's a really good thing as well. So let's go ahead and do this. Let's take a a quick pause here in the show and let's get one of our other great sponsors in here. And you guys heard them before they came on the show the last uh, couple weeks. And I know Mr. Blades really liking them and that's Sunday scary. So take a quick second. We'll uh, get you information on them and everybody will be right back talking Lions football. All right, everybody, we got to get another one of our great sponsors in here. This is normally where Mr. Blades does his thing, but I'm going to fill in for him this week. Now, here's something you probably didn't know about me. I don't sleep well, but I'm really good at staying awake and staring at the ceiling. So I'm always looking for new ways to get my bleep together. You know what I'm saying? My head hits the pillow and bam, my mind races to what I didn't do or what I need to do. I mean, yada, yada, yada. Um, Is that relatable for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it absolutely sucks sometimes. Fortunately, I found Sunday Scaries and realized they make products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like me. Sunday Scary CBD gummies help me decompress, clear my head, and fall asleep so I can actually wake up a fully functional human being. There you go, everybody. Trying to do Benny's part while he couldn't be here this week. He's always working 24-7. Now he's got me working 24-7, promoting our great sponsors here on the show. But here's what you got to do. Or as Benny Blades often says on the show, like I told you, you got to check out this product and there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress relieving business, not the stress causing business. Don't worry, we got you. A 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE, that's spelled B-L-E-A-V, for your discount. That's promo code BELIEVE for 25% off sundayscaries.com. They're freaking amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. All right, everybody, we're back from the break. Thanks so much for listening to sponsors. Really helps out. Also helps out if you can hit that subscribe button, share this with a friend when we talk in draft talking football, training camp. It's just going to be crazy. This is going to be a great year. I can't wait for it. I really love being on the Believe Podcast Network with uh, Mr. Blades when he shows up, Um, (laughs) as well as, um, like I said, just talking lines with the fans is really fun. You can find me on Twitter at Derek Okri, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Always talking ball and enjoying um, that kind of stuff with you guys as well. So let's keep this show rolling. One thing I wanted to talk about, I want to get Mr. Blade's opinion on this. That'll have to wait till he either wakes up or answers a text or decides to uh, to come through for me and and show up and, and have fun like we do like talking football here on the show. But uh, I was going to ask Mr. Blades, you know, what are the team weaknesses in his opinion? You know, where's this team at? Where does he see strengths? Where does he see weaknesses? You know, in my opinion, the weaknesses right now are, are still the linebacker position. You know. Depending on how Jamie Collins plays, it could be a really big weakness if he steps up his game and 
Alex Anzalone plays decent, and they add a piece or two. Maybe they'd be serviceable. Maybe they'd be quite a few steps up from what they were the past couple years at the linebacker position. But I definitely need some bodies there. Another veteran would probably be nice. Um, I've been trying to promote Eric Wilson. was with the Vikings. I'd really love it if they could bring him in. I can't believe nobody snagged him up yet. He's a really good player. He's out there. And um, they just need to address that. They need guys with more speed. More violent hitters, guys that could cover, you know, all types of things at the linebacker spot. Um, the wide receiver position is everybody's big focus, and I do think they need uh, a game changer or a, a crazy good slot guy there. But they also have some intriguing people. I mean, who doesn't, who's out there, like, doesn't want to see what Tyrell Williams and Perriman and Cephas have, you know? Um, I don't know that we're as far away as people think based on, depending on what Jared Goff can do, especially they might use DeAndre Swift as, like, a receiver. They might split him out and put Jamal Williams in the backfield. Jamal Williams sounded like he was going to get the football a ton from when I heard him talk. So if that's the case, you're still going to find other ways to you. DeAndre Swizzle, and I'd be putting him in the backfield slot, moving him around, getting the ball in his hands. So maybe that's part of their plan as well. But I do think you need a, a guy at the receiver position that can either be a number one or can really be a dynamic football player. And and I'm just I'm not going to be upset if they take one at seven, but. I'd like it a lot more if they got a stud at the top of round two or they found a really nice, you know, player in rounds three or four that was was good for them and could spend the high picks in other positions. That'd be my approach. And I, I put down cornerback as well as a team weakness. And the reason I did is I kind of, you know, had that in my brain before they added uh, Corn Elder and Quentin Dunbar, who we've already talked about. I feel like now the depth's starting to be where it needs. And if they did spend a decent high resource, whether it be the first, second, or third round on a corner, man, that would really make that a strength as well. You'd be You'd be looking at... You know, two top guys bumping AO down a spot, maybe moving him as your slot player. Corn Elder, Dunbar being depth pieces, guys that can play, can be in some four receiver sets, things like that. So I would definitely wouldn't turn my eye to add to the corner position. Um, you got to add safety as well as a team weakness. I mean, I feel like Tracy Walker and Will Harris can play better under these new coaches, but. Who else we got? I mean, it's those two, and that's it, you know? You're going to have to add somebody now and in the draft, in my opinion, at that position. Because to me, I I absolutely value safeties. I feel like if you get the right safety, they can be a run defender. They can be a slot corner. They can cover tight ends. They can blitz off the edge, you know? you got to find those dynamic players because you can move them all around like a chess piece and... We thought we had that in Tracy Walker, but he just did not have a good year last year and really needs to step up his game. So I'm hoping he can do that. Um, Before I talk about my strengths here, I want to get one more great sponsor here on the show, and that's Canon Sunglasses. Uh, New to the show, I want to get them in. So everybody, take a quick listen to this sponsor. We'll be right back. All right, I want to take one more brief time out. I mean, have you ever had a bad pair of sunglasses? You ever lost your sunglasses? You ever had a pair of sunglasses that broke on you at the worst possible time? I mean, it's time to make your outdoor experience better with Kanan. Kanan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, brighter, 
stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. You got to check these out. Use the exclusive code CANANCAST15 at Canaan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T 15. Canaan, clearly better. All right, everybody, we're back here on Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. Let's talk about this team's strengths because a lot of people will tell you, oh, man, they got no talent. They they don't have any football players at, at different positions. I mean, when I look at strengths on this team, I feel like the D-line is quickly becoming a nice strength on this team. I mean, let's run it down. Trey Flowers, $90 million man. You got Brockers in the middle now. You've got... Romeo Okwara, who they just paid. And then I'm really curious to see how they're going to use players like Deshaun Hand, Austin Bryan, Julian Okwara. You know, some of these guys that, man, it's it's these big old athletes that you can either move or bring off the edge or, or they can do lots of different things depending on how they deploy them. So I think those are all young football players that we have not seen the best from yet. So I think that's not only a good front few, but you got some nice guys coming in behind them that might surprise us. So I like what they're doing in the D-line position. Yeah, you could add another edge rusher because you don't want to just roll in with, with Flowers and Okwara. You want to have a, a good piece or two behind because once those injuries hit, you don't want to have no pass rush off the edge. Now, one thing I think the Lions are going to do a lot more of is kind of that that blitz where there's lots of people standing up, moving around, linebackers coming from all types of positions where you can't, you just can't predict it. You know, I think that's kind of some of the things the Rams did. And I think the lions would do that as well. It's just, you better guess right. Cause if you don't, they're going to be coming for you um, from all types of areas on this new defense. And I'm excited to see that. I really am. I, I put the tight end position as a strength. I mean, I've always kind of advocated for TJ Hawkinson, and obviously he had a bad first year pretty much. He came on big time in the second year, made the Pro Bowl. I'm curious what his ceiling is. You know, can he be a top eight, even top six, or even five tight end? I mean, I don't know. I put him more in that top eight category as kind of his best-case scenario. If he could put up a year like he did last year, maybe score a few more touchdowns or kind of just be a little more dynamic where he's getting 100-yard games or he's being featured in this offense, I think that would be big. But the reason I have it as a strength is because I really like Hunter Bryant, the guy that we brought in, undrafted, really good player out of Washington, had some injuries, injuries hampered him in the pros. But he did make a few splash plays when he was out there towards the end of the year, and I think this is a guy that can develop into either a number two or it could be a number three tight end that can catch. I, I don't know that he's a very good blocker, but I know one thing. He's a heck of a lot better than Jesse James at everything. So that'll be a plus right there. And and they brought in Josh Hill as well, who's a guy that Dan Campbell likes. He'll do all the dirty work. He can block. I think that's a nice trio. Now, again, people have heard me advocate for Kyle Pitts, who's labeled a tight end, but... I think if you brought in him and you put him and Hawkinson either both in the slot or one guy with his hand down, the other guy in the slot, that's going to be trouble for defenses. I would love to see it. I don't know that it's going to happen, but, man, if you added a player like that 
even if you call him a tight end or not, it doesn't matter. He can fill in that role. He could also be a wide receiver. That would be fun to watch. But right now, with the three guys they have, I think it's somewhat a strength on this team that could only get stronger if they add to it with the right player. And maybe if they don't take Kyle Pitts, maybe in like the third round, they take a Brevin Jordan and do the same type of thing I'm talking about. Just focus on the middle of the football field and get matchups against people. Maybe they... Maybe they get value at a veteran or some other spot that can all add. And then you got three or four guys that can all play. But it feels like the last year or so we've had Hawkinson and that's it. You know, and I think that's going to change. Another strength on the team, in my opinion, is the offensive line. You've got Taylor Decker on the left side, Jonah uh, Jackson on the left side, Frankie Ragnow in the middle. And, you know, you just got those question marks on the right side. It's going to be Hal Vitae. It's going to be Crosby. It doesn't matter to me because neither of those guys are that good to just solidify this old line. But when you have three out of the five spots really locked down, I feel like we can make the other two work. And the way I'd love to make the other two work is take Penne Sewell at pick number seven, um, preferably put him on the right side and just start to maul people. Uh, with this offensive line really get that run game cranked up protect our quarterback and see that actually work rather than just be talked about I feel like it's talked about a lot in Detroit oh yeah get a good old line protect the court and just never works out our quarterbacks getting killed we can never run the football so I feel like O-line's a strength and oh man if they end up in a Sewell it's got chances to be dominant and be elite the other team strength I put and I really backed off on them adding to this in the draft. I would be surprised if they did. I think the running back position is a strength. DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and as much as I've ragged on Carrion Johnson, I've said just cut him, get rid of him. They seem to be excited about him, and this guy's still young. He, If he has a good head on his shoulders and he's a number three back or he can find a role for himself that's more than just pass blocking, I like that trio, and I like that trio because you're not spending a bunch of money at the position. They're all young. They all can catch and run, do a lot of things you like for this football team. So I think the running back position is a strength as well. And I don't know. I mean, I I think that this team is coming into form much better than a lot of people think. I B-L-E-A-V in that. And I think it's going to be an exciting year. I really do. I think that I said on my other show, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, which drops Wednesdays and Fridays, that uh, I really think this team is going to kind of do two things we've been looking for. I think they're going to get the fan base excited quickly, which they already have started with this offseason with bringing in players that the fan base likes, as well as guys that are young with upside, filling positions of need. Hopefully they will go into this draft in a couple weeks and absolutely kill it. You know, the first three to four or five rounds even, you want to be getting good quality players at position of need that are top on the board, you know, getting that good value. And I'm hoping they trade down and pick up some later picks as well because it seems like Brad Holmes can find those diamonds in the rough late. That's what we've been waiting for from our GM. But I think they're going to get the fan base fired up early, which means people are going to be like, wow, we like that player. Hey, look at how this roster's coming together. I can't wait to see Jared Goff play quarterback. I'm looking forward to these new speedy receivers. Look at our coach. He's actually got a pulse. Look at our GM. He's not a hermit that just hides away all year and then screws up the draft and free agency. Um, I think that 
you know, all that juice is going to be fun. It's going to make the season fun. Everybody's going to be excited to see what we see. I'm hoping they can rack up some W's so it's not like, oh, man, this is exciting. But here we are with two, three, four, five wins. I don't want to see that. But if they can get in the six, seven, eight, even nine category, that really fire up this fan base. And then I think you're going to get long-term success with this regime. I think they signed six-year contracts. They seem to have a plan. If they can hit on their draft picks, and they got a lot more draft picks coming in the next two years in 2022, 2023, I really think this team could take a leap to be long-term success, be winning division type success, be home playoff game type success, be make a deep run type success, and dare I say championship type success under this regime. Um, So that'd be great to get short-term excitement, some juice, some mojo, surrounded by long-term team building success that's going to pay off year after year with the type of football players they bring in. So I really hope it all works out. I B-L-E-A-V it can be done. Everybody, that's my show for this week. I'm going to spend the rest of the week trying to track down Mr. Blades. Hopefully Benny will be back with us. I got faith. He loves doing the show. I've given him a hard time on the front, the back, and the middle of this show. But we're going to track him down. We're going to get him back on here. Because I got to talk NFL draft with him and make him laugh and and get him all riled up. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week right here on Believe. Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. Take care, everybody. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect. And I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.